mm -hmm. was thinking of just doing a quick hour walk to the harbor and back if you want yeah, yeah, yeah come let's do that let's yeah do let's, that. let's sweet sweet Okay, cool. Well, let's uh, let's jump into it now. We've arranged that we'll we'll go for a little walk after it. Um, <laughs> what's your thoughts, Prav? No filter. Um, what are you thinking? I'm thinking. There's two ways to think, right? Mm. Or two ways to look at it. Um, the first thing is the performance. For me, the performance was dire. Yeah. Uh, we had about 34 percent possession, which for me, as you know, I'm not a possession man, um, but I know the United fan base um, expects a certain type of performance expects a certain type the, of the dominance in games accuracy was weird as well though bro like it was really this low. is the problem really yeah that's really why I'm, that, that's why i'm saying it was dire um so i wasn't impressed with the performance at all to be honest um yeah. or at least decision making prior to the game for the team mm. sheet and in game uh as well bringing on cavani when there's <laughs> why would you bring on cavani i think it was about 65 minutes in or 70 minutes in it was no before, you... it was around the 60 minute mark because i remember thinking the 60 oh, this is it. quite soon i was expecting yeah on about the 70th 80th minute but I don't get it. Why would you bring him in at that type of striker that offers nothing else apart from being a fox in the box mm. when you can't even get three passes together? Why would you not bring on Donny van der Beek? That's an unused sub again. So in terms of that aspect of the game, the performance today in isolation, I'm very disappointed. Yeah. I'm disappointed in Oli, the players. Bruno had a stinker. Uh, Luke Shaw well, was my man of the match. I, I completely mm. agree with you on Shaw as well. Like best, best player in the park. He kept salary. 100%. But... Definitely. Um, on the note of Bruno, whilst Bruno for the whole was pretty poor, the fact is he still looks our most dangerous player. Like Pogba 100%. had a chance as well, but that's that's what's funny about about Bruno, and we've we've said it so many times before. Like he's, he is inevitable because even when he's doing yeah. poorly, he's still the closest to um to to going to to threaten to the opposition team. And that's why I found it really funny when when he was coming off, and he honestly, I honestly thought this guy is going to actually a headbutt Oli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, at that point, I'm thinking. You are getting to a point where you, you, you. I don't know if he, if he thinks it or feels it, but you know he certainly acts like he's bigger than the club at this point. And look, in that, in some ways he probably is. <laughs> in some really? ways he is. Yeah, in some ways mm. he is. In the sense that he is the reason Oli's still in the job. Yeah. But at the same time, you never want a player to be that big. Yeah. Who turns around to the manager and starts cussing them on the spot in front of in front of national national TV. That's the thing, That's isn't it? It's you want you want you want that passion. You want yeah. that uh, that that desire to win. And you know, it's always good when a player wants to stay on. But at the same time, it's a bit like you you got you kind of got to wrap it in, chief. Because as much as we slate the guy, yeah. like he's he's not he's not my manager in the sense of no no. I'm I'm not his direct employee. Do you know I mean? I'm a fan. <laughs> I, can, I can say what I want. Yeah. You, on the other hand, your your role is dictated by him you know yeah um but yeah so it was i thought it was it was odd that it was going to come up but yeah the, the passing accuracy <laughs> is quite poor i think bruno it took him a while just pretty much took everyone a while to really get settled into the game a bit mm -hmm. and even then it was probably in the second half we, we had a bit of a better half but the first half was was quite poor and i think you know what you know how you said there's there's two ways of looking at it yeah. i think i'm the same as you but in yeah. in, in the sense of any day of the week a point away at Liverpool, mm. you take that. You take yeah. that point that's a solid point. But then when you Definitely. look on the flip side and you see the fact that this is a, a makeshift Liverpool team in that in the back four. And that being said, Fabinho, I thought had a really good game. Um, Amazing, man. Yeah, I thought he had a really good game. But, you know, the fact is there's no recognised centre-backs in that pitch. The no. fact that you still kind of go to the ground with that much respect for them and you don't try and take the game <clears> through <throat> them, that I, I have to agree with you. I, I question the decision-making 
it it probably is more a point gained than two points mm. lost. But yeah, look at how that team is, as in they haven't been performing that well as of late, that Liverpool team, and that they yeah. were there for the taking. I do question that, you know, why didn't we go with a more attacking mindset? Why didn't, I mean, I, I don't know why I'm even, I, every single fucking week it's the same question. Why is Donny not playing? Oh, why yeah, is yeah. Donny not near the, uh, why is Donny not even in, in consideration for, for a, a role fancy the bench? It's just he ridiculous. doesn't fancy him. Why would you not give him 20 minutes? He's the best mover of the ball that we have. I think um, he would have been really good in a game like today. It's his kind of game, man. I would yeah. even, you know, people would say, oh, yeah, why would you, why would you start him when he hasn't played all season? But that would have been my little um, wild card. I would have started yeah. him ahead of Pogba, perhaps, or even McTominay as a deep line it, it, It's ahead of McTominay, mate, because you know what? Fred, I'll give it to him. He had a couple of good moments on the ball today, and I don't, I don't think mm. he actually played that bad. I don't. I just don't get McTominay, man. Like he had that game against Leeds, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, like this is it. This is this is the McTominay." I'm like, but he's not. This is he's it. Not that good. <laughs> nah, nah, he's, he's not. He's not that good. He's he's, he's a he's passion not. merchant, isn't he? Yeah, he swore a Neymar, so I think that's uh, yeah. that goes. That that allows him to be one of the first players on the team sheet. But he's yeah. a nuisance. Well, he for someone who's supposed to be a nuisance, um, he does get caught out a lot. Actually, to be fair. Yeah. Like today as well, he was he was caught out of possession a couple of times. He was caught out of you know position at times as well. Yeah. Um, but that's McTominay, isn't he? I think he's a very average player. He can be good on his day. Um, against Leeds, amazing performance, but that's yeah. not a, a form that he can sustain because that's not his quality. Um, but yeah, on the other hand, you look at it, um, you look at the league table and you think we are now what was what it? Four, point, four Two, points ahead. Four points clear, right? Four points clear, mate. And yeah, that four is points clear, mate. solid. You. You would take that, but I just I think I'm I think I'm I think I'm annoyed because I know that we could have been six points clear. We could have really taken that game to Liverpool, and I think it's disappointing that knowing the 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 kind of patchy form and the depleted yeah. team that they came they came into the game with, the fact that we weren't able to to even try and challenge them on that front, mm. and they had like what seventy seven possession for the first yeah, yeah. for most of that first half is. Yeah. It's weird. No, it is. And I guess you got a question. I mean, I don't want to go into Oli too much because, mm. you know, things have been going his way recently. I don't want to criticise him too much. But yeah. there is one thing that you got you got to raise, and that is um, his, he does go prag- very pragmatic in the bigger games. Um, yeah. I said it before as well. You know, you look at the top six. We've played all the all the teams in the top six now, right? Mm. And we have scored one goal, bro, out of um, in, in, in open play. We've scored yeah. one goal, and that came against Spurs, and it was that penalty. We got nil nil against Chelsea, nil nil against Liverpool. We lost against Arsenal, lost against Spurs, and we drew against City nil nil as well. Hmm. Wait, did I, did I already say that? Yeah, uh, I no, remember. I didn't. But, and then but, Liverpool. But, so we got three nil nil draws, bro, against Liverpool, against City, and against Chelsea. Ordinarily, right? Like I do. What did I tell you? I, I, if you're a smaller team. Right, you take a draw against these. You you take a draw against these. Uh, the the big six, so to speak. Right, but we're yeah. not a small team, man. Like well, this is it. We can't this be go. It. We can't be going to to these big games with the the intention of just playing not to lose. Like it's disappointing. And yeah. like I said earlier, yeah, you, you you'll take one point. You know, you take a point away at Liverpool, but when there could have been more at hand, it's yeah, disappoint. It, it's tough to stomach it for me. And I think obviously we had a couple of chances and stuff. You know, Bruno had that good free kick. Pogba had a shot point blank, and he had also and um, Bruno also had a shot as well. Um, one player I want to kind of I want kind of mention because I'm getting just 
confused at him more on the pitch. Yeah. It's Rashford, man. Like, listen, yeah, let's yeah. not, you know, let's not beat around the bush. The man is a phenomenal human being off the pitch, but does, does, yeah. does not excuse no his no, decision not. making on the pitch. Of course not, bro. Amazing ball carrier. Amazing, like the, in the transition, you, you just see like that Luke bit on, the, on the counter yeah, when him and Cavani yeah. were going. And he, the, he even had Pogba as well. Like, all you had to do, really. Yeah. Simple play, pass it to Pogba. Pogba then passes it across back to Cavani. He's greedy. He doesn't like to pass, bro. He doesn't link up. That's why I hate it when it's him and Rashford. Do you think he's greedy or like? I mean, and I mean, he's very greedy. Do you think he's greedy or? I say this with the amount most love and most respect I can I can conjure up. Right? Do you think he's Mm -hmm. dumb? As in football? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, clarify Bro. that. Please do not take that out of context. And I'm not calling Rock- no, Marcus no. Rashford dumb. I'm saying yeah. as a footballer, some of the decisions <laughs> that he makes, really, really, I struggle to comprehend it. Well, I said to I said this to you last week, didn't I? Mm. Um, I look at Martial and look at Rashford, and I think Martial. Whilst I'm a critic of both, I just think Martial has a better football IQ. He's lazy though. Rashford. He's so That's lazy. The problem. I question this is the thing. Even today, like I, I don't know if he was playing with an injury. I think he might have been playing with a bit of an injury at first from, from the last fine. game. Well, Cramp, yeah. there, there you go. Then, but I, I, I just don't. I don't. I question his de- desire a lot of the time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've questioned his desire since the day he walked into a club. Bro. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Martial is, has been someone who I've never really been too fond of. Um, mm. Every time, every time he has a good game, I'm like, all right, cool, we're back in business, and then lets mm. me down again. That's mm. been my relationship with with both him and Rashford. So for me, what Rashford lacks, Martial has, and yeah. vice versa. That that's what I gather from those two, and that's why I think they do complement each other when they do play as a two. But when you have Greenwood and Rashford up top, they just do not link up. No. Greenwood, Mason gets the ball. What does he do? Step over, little shimmy, bang, block shot. Which worked that's Which what... worked last season, but yeah. he's been fully caught out this season. Everyone knows yeah. what he's going to do, and that's why his goal, his goal return is so much poor. And I know, obviously, he's not played as much as he as he did towards that second half of last season, but yeah. it's just... Like, yeah, I'm looking at Martial's goal returns now. Five five goals in all competitions and 22 appearances. That's not good enough, man. Two goals in the enough. league and two goals in the league in 14 appearances. That's not good well, enough. Bro. One's Come a pen on. as well. I think one's a pen as well. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> yeah. So you know you got you got to look at these things in in, in a bit more detail. You know, try and dissect why why we are pragmatic in these bigger games. Why do we not? Why do we struggle in these sorts of games? And to answer your question, I do think Rashford has um, a very small football IQ. I don't think he has a great footballing intelligence. You know, you look at it, you look at him in the final third, bro. He doesn't have a picture in his head before he makes a decision. Marcel, on the other hand, he does do that. Yeah. And Marcel's linker play is phenomenal. Like he is, I don't know if I've seen many players that has that have his kind of linker play. Do you think? Um, yeah, I think his linker play is amazing. Um, and I noticed the last season. I didn't know he had that in him prior to last season. Again, yeah. I'm very, I've been very critical of him, but when I see good things, I'll, I'll you know, I'll praise it. And that is one thing I really like about him. His hold-up play is good as well. But I guess his hold-up play and his single play have been affected this season because he's not been on form. Yeah. But generally speaking, on the back of last season, I've been very impressed with his um, his link-up play. If he can get any sort of form from last season, he'd be great. If not, you go back to the same thing. He's 25 now. He's had five seasons of United. When is he ever going to show any form of consistency? That's the thing, bruv. Like last season, I, you know, and I, you and I had had this discussion to pretty much, I think, at the end of last season, slash at the beginning of this season. Yeah, you know, we did about yeah. Martial, and I really stuck up for him because I really thought, like, no, last season he got some solid numbers. You know, I'm looking at Egg now: 23 goals, uh, all appearances, 48 mm-hmm. uh, all competitions, 48 appearances, 17 goals in the league. Right? I was like, I'm yeah. this. That's this is going to be the season he kicks on. And he's just, it's, it's like he's, he took two, it's like he took one 
big step forward and he's taken two even bigger steps back. Yeah, because he got a lot of confidence uh, from the manager last season. He was given the number nine shirt again. Yeah. He was given this in a forward role. So I guess everything was going in his favour. But I said this to you time and time again. Martial is a kind of player. When the going gets tough, he doesn't want to know. Yeah. Pogba's the same. Rashford's the same. They're all the same. All of these uh, guys that we have in attack. Pogba, yeah. Rashford, Martial. Um, I don't know who else. But yeah, they, when the going gets tough, they don't dig deep. And I think Martial is probably... Martial and Pogba are probably the worst at it for me. Especially yeah. Martial. Um, it doesn't want to know. It doesn't doesn't care. Like when things are going well, everyone's happy. You see Pogba in the last game, you know, fist bumping everyone, chat. You know, you know what I mean, proper like gassing everyone up after the game. Great. Yeah. You're like that when things are going uh, when things are going well. But the second the going gets tough, you're nowhere to be seen. You're one of the first people to hide. Mm. So, you know, you got you got to question both both sides of the of the I guess of the game uh, yeah. of, of, of their attitude. Yeah. On on that note, let's um, let's transition into uh, into mm. another topic. Away from this match, um, I want yeah. to talk about Paul Pogba, and we've we've spoken yeah. about Pogba a lot, but it's a bit. I feel like it's a bit different this time because the discussion this time is more. Everyone <laughs> seems to love him now. Yeah, he had. He's had a couple yeah. of. He's had a good few. He's had a few good games. Not gonna lie, you know, for example, that that goal against yeah, Burnley, definitely. Was, you know, it's a good goal, and he's he has played well. well. But what mm. what's baffling me is this man has publicly disrespected the club. Yeah. On numerous occasions, he's allowed his agent <laughs> to disrespect the club and disrespect the manager on numerous occasions publicly. Yeah. What, we're just going to forget about that now? And I've seen so many uh, Twitter accounts, so many fan accounts now kind of almost turn the tide and start criticising Bruno. in yeah. Not yeah, saying yeah, that absolutely. Bruno is exempt from criticism, but this man has carried the club for the last calendar year. How does that yeah. work? Um, I think with Pogba, it's, it's one of those relationships, isn't it? It's a bit mm. love love and hate relationship. The second he doesn't anything good, everyone picks him up, whether that's the, the, the mainstream media, the fan pages, uh, the fan channels, because fans are fickle, bro. Yeah, yeah they Do you are. Know what I mean? Fans, as Wiley said, fans are fickle. Yeah. <laughs> fans are fickle. All yeah. you need is to change their mind is one good display or to say a few sweet words and everything changes. Like I said to you earlier, all this United talking, Cantona and Fergie, all that stuff cringes me out because I just think you're forcing, you're begging it. I see Raphael, yeah? Jim Raphael, obviously, I'm right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's someone who I, I love, Raphael and Fabio um, mm. at United. But I see him all the time chatting shit as well on Twitter, like calling out Sanchez and trying to be all this. You're forcing him, but I'm like, okay, great, you're a United legend, but you don't need to talk about United every day to try and be relevant. Yeah, I think, I, think some of them just, I think some of them really love the club. Like, I think Rafael. I think, I think, I think Rafael they just force it, bro. You think? Like, I just think they force it a lot of them, mm. man. That's just why we've. I don't know. That's just me. Maybe I'm wrong, but I get the perception that that they uh, they force it, and that's all it takes for for the fan base to switch their mind. Yeah. Um, and Pog, Pogba is doing exactly that. But so I whoever's feel, I feel instructing like Pogba. Yeah. The, the Pogba's team are doing a good job of him right now. Um, you but know, getting no, from the sky Pogba, again. What, what the, but I don't. I don't get it because it's so clear what he's doing. He's going for a move. Exactly. He's just trying to finish on a high so mm. Juve or Real or whoever come back and get him. And listen, no, no. I, I've been I've been accused of being uh, negative a lot of the time and I've been called a, a, a cynic and whatnot. And I, you can say I'm being cynical, but the fact is, like, that is clearly what is happening here. He's trying Definitely. to kind of reverse what has happened in the last year, probably even last two yeah. years, in terms of his relationship being um, becoming more and more deteriorated with the club. He's trying to reverse that and yeah. he's trying to finish on a high note so he can get the move. But Well, go on. I, I, it, but I still don't understand. Like, literally, this is less than like a month ago. 
This man sure. was saying he wants to move from the club. His agent said he wants to move from the club and he did nothing to quell those rumours. He did nothing to say in public, no, my agent is wrong. Didn't need to. He won, didn't he? He won, and he I, got his left, left wing position. Well, now he's fucking and he's been right wing today. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Got two new positions created for him. So as far as um, Pogba and his camp are concerned, it's, it's 1-0 or 2-0 to them. Whereas you look at po- um, Oli, the eye people saying, Oh, amazing man management from from Oli. Is no, it? It's not. It's caving into the demands of what the player wants. But no one's saying that, Kamal. No one's saying that. And I just feel like, am I the only one thinking this? Even fucking um, Roy Keane seems to be happy now. What the hell is happening to the world, man? I'm used to Roy Keane being this bitter old man who's yeah. ready to punch David De Gea at any moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, um, he, Oli must have had a word, man, because he's changed on Sky. Um, I was very surprised to see what he said. A half time today. We were yeah, a business, ha- us, us, yeah, a half time is like, oh, yeah, I think you know I could be happy with that. It's like, why? What? what because we've not bro? conceded. Like, surely the bar isn't that low. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the first half we had what 31% possession, I think it was, 32 maybe. Mm. And not one word was mentioned. If it was a certain manager we used to have, what would have been the narrative, Kamal? Bro, the, fa- the fact is, right, we're in a title race now. No matter how much mm. you and I joked about it last week, like, numerically we are in a title race so we need to start playing like title contenders we can't be coming with this small team mentality of playing uh to to not lose and that's the and you know like you said like a certain other manager and i was and i will be the first to 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 testify to that you know i used to hate it under Mourinho when we'd literally just play to not lose we'd play for the draw Mm. i used to wind me up and the same has to be the same thinking which was shared across most of the fan base as to yeah, yeah. our relationship with Marina became very toxic, right? Mm-hmm. Those, that, that same um, parameter, those same parameters of judgment have to be applied to Oli. We're playing, Definitely. you know, this game we came in to just, to just not lose. And I get it. I understand it, but I, I don't agree with it personally because I think Liverpool were there for the taking. And we didn't even try. We didn't even try. We yeah, look. Four, three shots yeah. on target against the team yeah. who have yeah. no centre-backs. No, nah, it's not good enough. I mean... So I, I sort of stand in the middle of this because I don't mind us going to a team and playing not to lose. What I don't like is when, like you mentioned, the parameters have changed. The metrics that we measure our managers, our managers have changed dramatically from our last two managers in comparison to Oli. Oli gets away with murder, but fine. Mm-hmm. If this was a game, let's say come March, you're playing Liverpool and we're three points ahead. Yeah. And the conditions were the same as they as they were now. The injury problems that Liverpool have, yeah. we're playing we play not to lose. I get it, but it's still that, early. Exactly, in the season. exactly, and Do that's what I mean. I mean. If it's if if it was later on the season where it's literally as you know Fergie used to call it squeaky bum time. If mm. it's if it's at that point where like literally any single point is vital, and arguably a point is always vital throughout any stage yeah. of the season, right? But if it's at that point where we are at the the final hurdle of the season, yeah. And it, and it is a case of a draw could help you win that title. Then I get it. But we are still early on, man. We're still yeah. early on. We should have. They were there for the taking. Exactly. They're there for the taking. Um, I think our approach was wrong. I think the team sheet was wrong, and I think the in-game management and the in-game changes were wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my overall summary of that. Um, my question to you though is: mm. Is it a worry? That two things, right? Is it a worry that we are so pragmatic against the top six? The fact that we haven't scored an open play goal against any of them, the mm. fact that we scored one goal, which came against Spurs in a 6 1 loss. And the question is a double question. The other question is basically the same question about, about Bruno, because Bruno, there is there is um, a correlation there. Bruno doesn't perform in these games, right? Yeah. I, I don't think he had a single goal or an assist against the top six now. Yeah. So 
is that linked to Bruno? Do we need him to shine for us to shine against those top six teams? Um, is Oli just too pragmatic against these guys? What will it take? And is it an issue? I think it is an issue, but in relation, and for me, the answer, I'm going to relate it more to Bruno, right? Him, us being that pragmatic for me is an issue because we're not a small team, right? We're still one of the biggest teams in the, in the league, if not the world. Yeah. We should yeah. be a bit more adventurous than we are now. But with Bruno, yes, there comes a time where you, where one does need to step up um, against those bigger teams and deliver more numerically. But the fact is, in every single other game, he does carry us. And I don't expect him to always be that talisman. But then at the but in relation to that as well, it's more of a case of we're pl- we're playing this ultra defensive football. Basically, what it is, it's a, then it's a case of like Bruno gets one or two chances to, yeah. to, to try and do something on the ball. So I don't even blame him, bro. I don't yeah. I don't actually blame him because I feel like his the the limitations in which he can operate in are so strict that it just means that he's not able to do as much. Like you know, like we said earlier, even today we were playing pretty defensive, pretty pragmatic football. Where a counter attack was our best hope. Right. Mm. Even then, he still had a couple of good chances, both yeah. scoring and assisting wise. So I, I'm not too worried about it in relation to Bruno, because I think it's more of a team issue, because I think that then that that, um, you know, if, uh, those questions should then be applied to to other players in the team. I know yeah. Pogba's probably got goals and assists against the, the top six. If he hasn't, I'd be I'd be very surprised considering he's been back at us now for what three or four years. Yeah, four but, years, four seasons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, not to sound like fucking Graham Sooners and go proper anti Pogba, yeah. but I feel like it's a it's a similar thing where you know if we're, if some fans are being saying that oh we can't rely on Pogba to always save us, well we can't rely on Bruno to always save us. And the thing is, Bruno has saved us on so many occasions. Yeah. Think of the amount of times in the past year where this man has saved our bacon, man. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. No, I completely agree with you word for word. And yeah. what I would add to that is I think it's time for Rashford and Marcel to step up now. Massively. I know Rashford has a decent I know Rashford has a decent uh, goals goal contributions this season, um, in terms of numbers. Yeah. But numbers don't always say the full don't talk don't don't talk about the full tale, the full yeah. the full story. Um, so I do want both of them to step up. Um, he's, he's actually got quite a good return now. this season, you know. Over, he does, over, he does, yeah. Fourteen and twenty nine, and in the league it's seven and eighteen. So it's not it's not stellar, but it's all right. Yeah. But as you say, numbers don't tell the story there because mm. really, I think Rashford should be having a lot more this season. I'm not even going to talk it's about the same Mar- old story, Rashford. Same old Marshall's, story. Marshall's pissed me off this season, but we'll come on to him in a minute. But yeah. in relation to Rashford, like. It's like I was saying earlier, there's, I said to you a while back as well, like every time he gets the ball now, and I've noticed it a lot mm. more recently, I don't know if it's always been there and I've only just picked up on it, but he'll be running on the wings or whatever and he'll just slow the play down because his decision-making is so poor. He doesn't it's know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. And again, you know, if you look at Rasha's form since, since his debut in, um, during the Van Howe era, it's been up and down, bro, from the beginning. Yeah. He, has, he has six, seven, eight good games. And then he has a big dip, comes back again, big dip. That's Rashford, bro. And I just think that's his ceiling. One um, thing I like, one thing I do like about Rashford, though, and I don't know if this is my 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 mate, my brain making up um, making up facts, but I feel yeah. like he's a good big game player. I feel like there's been a lot of big he games where he has, he has shown it, yeah. up too. Yeah, he does. And and to be fair to him, you know, that Patrick against Leipzig. Yeah, I think he got a goal. Did he get goal against PSG as well? Yeah, he well, he's, um, he's, yeah he scored against PSG. He did. This season, and even in he that did, comeback, yeah. he scored that pen. penalty. Yeah, so in terms of big games, he, he's got a goal and an assist, I guess. He has that goal contribution. But if, you look, if, if you're talking about his overall performances, then no, he, you know, that's up and down. But yeah, if you want to talk about game winners, 
Rashford's up there out of all of our players and, yeah. and respect to him for that. And that Wolves one, for example, I know it was hugely deflected, but it came from persistence. And he was, yeah, exactly. he was, yeah, yeah, it came from him. So again, fair play to that, praise to him. But if we truly want to be honest, and if we want the best for him, we talk about his negatives and we talk about his um, his frailties, so that we can then potentially get him to improve. I know we directly don't won't do that, yeah. but perhaps you know he will see it in the social media, he will see things, you know. <laughs> He's going to listen to Just Five FC and be like, oh man. Just five, of course he is, bro. <laughs> Those two little brown boys are right. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my, my point here, here is um, simple, man. Like, he, you know, if you want someone to do good or if you want someone to be successful, you talk about the flaws as well as the, their, um, the good stuff. Um, do, do you in, know what? In order for them to take to the next level. Do you know what I think of the problem here as well? And I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm sounding like you when I say this. Go I on. question the coaching. Because oh this, yeah, that's is, I'm I've gone past that point. <laughs> this is <laughs> this has become a re- really big big thing for me in that you know his decision making for me has been deteriorating probably even more more remarkably so in this yeah. uh, in this season so far because or maybe it's one of those things that now I've noticed that I can't unnotice it but why yeah. is it not being coached into him like stop stopping the play drive at the defense. One of the reasons why Rash has always been a dangerous player to play against is because he has driven at the defense and he's he can be quite a lethal player, you know. Yeah, yeah, he um, that is something I've noticed with a lot of our players. I think, I think the only person, the only player that's improved actually, two players now Luke Shaw and Martial, those yeah. two players have improved in the role. And Luke Shaw is more this season than last season. I mean, I've never seen Luke Shaw this reliable before. I, I know he's become. Yeah, he's become a good defender. This is like um, some Twilight Zone stuff, up play. Man. Yeah, I'm, man. I'm, I'm, I actually, like, I trust Shaw. At this current yeah, yeah. moment in time, I, Kamal Hussain, trust yeah. Luke Shaw. Yeah. He still doesn't get him behind of a fullback and put a cross, and he still doesn't do that. Fine. Right? We have to tell us one, one One day at a time, innit? <laughs> one day at a time. Baby steps, exactly. But, yeah. you know, before, he was a middleman, wasn't he? He was a, yeah. a great player in transition, but offered nothing in both, um, in both halves. Now he's a solid defender. You know his acceleration when he gets back to uh, to break up play. It's amazing, bro. Yeah. Like you know, I was very impressed with that. His so, positioning has improved. I think defensively, yeah. he's just become a lot more reliable. Definitely. Um, so yeah, so I think he I think he offers that calmness to the team now. Yeah. On on the note of defense, I want to um, I want to quickly touch upon uh, Bai <laughs> being dropped. Yeah. I'm quite shocked at it personally, and I think that what what. What surprised me even more was the uh, the accompanying media comments as to why he was dropped, right? Of of uh, Ollie saying that, yeah, you know, I've I gave Lindelof the week to train, I gave him the Burnley game off. It's like, so are you? For me, I inter- if I was by, I would interpret that as Lindelof Maguire, our first choice, undisputed. I yep. am absolutely not getting in that team. I personally yep. think that was a poor way to manage it. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and like I said before, for me. Yeah, the whole good man management nonsense is a myth. I don't think Oli is a good man manager. But again, I don't want to talk about too negative, too many yeah. negative things about him because he's you know doing well at the moment. Yeah. Um. But yeah, for me that was poor management to say that outright as well. Um. He's basically my man. You know, Lindelof's basically my man. When Bayi has got a six points or nine, yeah, nine points has got us basically in the last three games. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. For, I just think, are you blind? That's another thing as well. Like, are you not seeing this? Is Maguire not telling Oli, yo, listen? But I'm more comfortable playing in Bayi rather than Lindelof. 
is that not being added that stupid? Like, I mean, per- personally, this? mate, my my first choice pairing wouldn't even be Maguire. As as oh, yeah, of course. You, mate, as, I know, I know. as those listening may be aware, I don't have the highest opinion of uh, of our wonderful captain. But for me, that first choice centre back pairing at, with what we have now, the best pairing is probably Lindelof and Bailly. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we've not seen that, right? But in terms of what we've seen in the last, few yeah, games, in, ter- Maguire, in terms of their individual yeah. elements, their individual yeah. strengths, that's the best we've got. But yeah. I see Maguire one on one. I see how the fact that this man is meant to be, you know, one of the best uh, defenders of the air in, in in the air in the league. And yeah. I don't see that. I don't think he scored a fucking headed goal yet. <laughs> he's Honestly, one. this is. I just how how only one really for an eight million defender. <laughs> I'm expecting know, about bro. five or six goals, right? I'm expecting five yeah. or six goals from corners. But this guy has no aerial threat in corners. He well, he get, he wins a header. He wins a header every time. Yeah, but yeah, because of the size of his head. You know what? No, that's that's childish. It's immature of me. I'm not going down that route. I'm not going to talk about this man's head size. But jokes aside, I think going back to the Bai point, I think Bai has clearly been our best defender when he's played in the last few games. No doubt. And that will be a probably a pretty well received comment amongst all the fan accounts and whatnot, because I think they would all agree. So yeah. to drop him in a game like in, in, in this kind of game when you are playing against the front three of Liverpool who are very agile it was quite an odd decision for me yeah no I agree and we were lucky that Liverpool Liverpool's front three it's shit yeah, man yeah we talk about people their defence right but their front three is right now a joke there's no chemistry yeah. Um, I see Firmino just passing the ball to the uh, to the hair. Defensive striker, um, isn't it? Salah looked Salah looked very hesitant. Like yeah. in a final third, very hesitant. Mane was giving it his all, but I don't think he got the ball where he wanted it to be. Didn't fall for him in the right places. What do you, what do you think has happened there? Because you're saying that they look like a you know front three that's not playing with much chemistry. Now, how mm. does that happen? Because this is a front three that have played together. With a lot of chemistry over the last two to three years, right? And they have been probably the best front three in the world. What happens? How can you suddenly go from being the probably the the personification of fluid, dynamic, energetic attacking football to to playing they, they like they have done in the last few games? Yeah, I don't think they're at the end of a cycle, like someone suggested. Mm. I don't think it's that they're still you know relatively young. I think twenty seven, twenty eight, roughly. Yeah, they're really they're in the prime, aren't they? They're in the prime of the career, so I don't think it's that. I think for me, it's more about the whole team as a whole has affected that chemistry, perhaps, or you know, there's something going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. Yeah. Um, perhaps they don't trust each other as much as they do before. Did before. Um, perhaps it's the it's the fact that they've been found. I think they've been found out a bit as well. Yeah. Um, I've questioned Liverpool's form ever since they won that title, and I think it was six five games or six games they played prior to winning it last mm. season. Ever since then, the defence and the attack on Liverpool have been very questionable in my eyes. Yeah. And even this season, you know, they've not been the same team. So, is it a morale thing? Have they been found out? I think partly so. Salah is... Salah's been found out. Salah got found out after his first season. He's still had a good, he's still had a good season, though, this season, isn't he? He's oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, he's scoring, he's, scoring, he's, scoring, he's scoring goals. But again, if you, if you break it down, look at his performances, it's very easy to stop Salah. All you have yeah. to do is make him go on his right. He is so left-footed. Which is what I think Luke Shaw did really well today. Exactly, exactly. Um, and, yeah, he won't use his right foot at all. And, yeah, that's Salah for you, man. Mm. I lost my trailer thought there, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Salah for you. Mane, um, I think you, you take out Mane out of Liverpool and put him in Ramjid right now, it'd be a massive difference in that team. Yeah. Um, 
But I think if you were to change anyone in Liverpool's uh, front three, it would be Firmino. It would be Firmino. Shit. No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> it's not shit. You know, you know my uh, my personal yeah. view on Firmino. I've never yeah. rated him. I know you've always said that he's the he's the key to Liverpool's play and blah blah blah. But yeah. for me, he's just you know he doesn't justify being labelled as one of the best strikers in the world. This is a man who but I think he was never classified as that though. He doesn't recognise one of the best strikers in the world. He is, he's, 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 some of the pundits rate him as like one of the best forwards in the world. I'm pretty sure he was on the Guardian's best footballers of the. Uh, of the in the world last year, for that system he is. But if you look at it globally, um, you know, in the whole footballing world, yeah. no, I probably wouldn't put him in there. But in that system, he does very well, and you know, he he is for me and for many others, he is the key. But right now, the key is not opening, <laughs> <laughs> um, opening the lock. So I think you know, Jota was good there when he was yeah. playing before his injury. But if you do make that change, and let's say if you you know put in. If you put in Harry Kane there right now, because he, yeah. he can play Force Nine as well. Could, you know, could, could Harry Kane play in play in Jurgen style though? I think for what he wants from Firmino, Kane can do that role because he does that anywhere for Spurs right now. Yeah, he, he comes in deep and puts the balls in. You know, works on the build-up play. Um, he can do that. I think Kane would be good in that system because Firmino is not exactly quick, and neither is Kane. Yeah, and he can be interchangeable with the other two. So is he fluid? He's not that mobile in comparison to Firmino, but he, if you want him to just be a full sign and build up play, he can do that. Yeah, fair, fair. So fair. yeah, to answer your question, I don't know, man. I, I mentioned obviously those those elements there. It could be a combination of it all. Yeah. Um, but it's a bit confusing. I think I don't. I don't think I have the answer for that. If I'm honest. Yeah, and no, I think uh, maybe we'll, we'll need to get a Liverpool fan on to talk yeah. about it because you know I, I've seen glimpses of this season and yeah like we said Salah's still got good numbers and stuff but that performance today was odd it just seemed yeah. very disjointed and I think maybe it maybe it could be a team coming to the end of the cycle or maybe it is because of the the amount of defensive injuries they've got <laughs> i.e. the injuries to the, the actual core of their team maybe that's what's affecting them maybe but then again look at Henderson and Fabinho and they're doing very well especially they Fabinho yeah, they are doing well. so I'm thinking if they're, if they're holding you holding the four why can't what's stopping you from doing your job? Yeah. So that's a bit that's a bit weird. But yeah, man, that's my that's my take on the front three of Liverpool. Yeah, that's fair. Well, listen, bro, let's let's keep it nice and short one today. I think obviously the big one was talking about the uh, the Liverpool game, and yeah. uh, it was a mixed game. And I think there's going to be two two very uh, distant camps of people today in the game. There's going to be people who are really happy with how that game yeah. did. Yeah. There's going to be people who are not too happy, you know, arguably being in an incredible position to, to really take the gauntlet to Liverpool. But we didn't do that, right? So there's going to be two people, no. two, two counts people, one group of people who aren't too happy, one group of people who are thinking, yes, result, point against yeah. them. Personally, I fall under the former. I could think yeah. I thought it could have been a lot more. Unfortunately, it wasn't. Uh, to, and su- summarise your thoughts for me as well. Um, no, I'm with you, man. Um, I think... You know, prior to the game, if you told me a point against Liverpool at Anfield, I think that's a great result. Obviously, I'll take that. But you look in isolation. Um, let's say, let's say if it was a one-all, right? But it was a one-all. It was just still a draw, right? But the performance was good. You take something away from that, right? Even a nil-nil draw. If the performance was good, you take something away from that. But I don't see any positives from that performance, and that's my concern. Yeah. Um, and I guess my last question to you would be. How long will we stay top of the league? 
Boy, I'm not gonna answer that one because every 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 time I answer something, I, I'm always wrong. <laughs> yeah, I I really thought I'm, I thought today we were gonna get battered. I thought we were yeah gonna get same battered by Liverpool. Two 0 yeah. So the fact that we've come away with a point, I'm wrong, and to a certain extent, I'm happy to be wrong. But I think how long will we stay top? In fact, to be honest, I don't think we'll stay top for very long because City are on a nice little run at the moment, and um, I think that I think. If they win this game, I think they overtake Liverpool. And then mm. I think if they win their game in hand after that, I think they overtake us, if my recollection is correct. so Well, the next four fixtures for us, we've got yeah. Fulham, Fulham, uh, Fulham away, Sheffield at home, yeah. Arsenal away, Southampton at home. So that's a good indication as to what you may predict. Um, I can see us drawing against Fulham. Yeah, Fulham. Sheffield. It should beat Sheffield. Arsenal could be a tricky one, and Southampton is a tricky one. Yeah, I don't know, bro. Football's mad. I don't. Yes. Honestly, football's so crazy, and this United team are so crazy because really, I, I still don't even know how we're top of the bloody league. I know, <laughs> I know, I should be happy. I'm fully aware that I should be like, yeah, we're top of the league, but I don't know. It don't feel right, you know. Uh, no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But who knows, man? Well, let's see what happens against Fulham, and then we'll take it from there. Exactly. Cool. All right then, bro. Well, in that case, we'll uh, we'll tune in next time, and we'll uh, we'll discuss our thoughts on the the next big uh, next big game. But in the meantime, everyone, thanks again for tuning in to Just Fibers FC. My name's Kamal, and as always, I've been joined by Saif. So thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. <laughs>